0: Ho, 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 Susie. Ho, 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 Steve.
1: (laughs) Christmas special. Mm,
0: It's that time of the year. Do
1: you say Christmas or happy holidays to people? Christmas. Christmas. Mm.
0: There's a lot of urban mythology around this whole stuff. There's a great podcast. We must put it in the show notes about the hoax, the urban myth. Lots of people are saying we're not allowed to say happy Christmas anymore bollocks say happy christmas as much as you like nobody
1: cares nobody's going to object sorry i went off on a bit of a road there <laughs> i do quite like happy festivus myself yeah it's the festival for the rest of us
0: the festival for the rest of us <laughs> you don't
1: know it's uh seinfeld i think Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I guess Seinfeld, being Jewish,
0: needed something that wasn't Christmas. But nobody, nobody is offended by people saying happy Christmas or seeing a a Christmas tree. And if they are, don't write in because I'm not interested. I don't care. What are you doing for Christmas? What do you do every Christmas? The first thing I think as a Brit, a Pom, is Christmas in Australia is weird. I mean, we've been here more than 20 years now and it still feels weird. You see some poor Santa in his padded coat coat and a christmas tree and it's meant to suggest something and it's 40 degrees outside so i've never quite understood the uh,
1: i suppose you know you just inherit the 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 tropes that you have i think you do inherit the tropes that you grew up with because uh, i spent a few christmases in the uk and in europe and that was very peculiar the the cold christmas where Everyone's freezing and staying inside. There's no salmon and there's no cricket on the beach and all that sort of thing. That was that was most peculiar.
0: And I suppose we could talk about the origins of the of the festival. That it's pretty much the midwinter. No,
1: no, you've got that wrong. It's the summer festival and people go to the beach and <laughs> okay. and that's why it's in December because then your summer <laughs> holiday is in January. You're then on holiday pretty much up till 26th of January. So I think you've you need to check your uh, check your Wikipedia references there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so for us, we're not a big family because there's just the the three of us over here and daughter in London, which is hard at this time of year. But we've been adopted by friends, which is nice. They have a big family Christmas and they've kind of adopted us as orphans. So we head over there and it's remarkably relaxed and stress free and nothing like all those things that you read in the
1: agony aunt pages. Mm. about yourself we're a a blended family so we have Christmas year on and Christmas year off so in the Christmas year off my kids go with their father up into New South Wales to see family on his side so we do Christmas a couple of days beforehand we get in all the the fam my family and we do the stockings we do the presents we do the the to duck and we do the the tree we do the whole thing. Well, it's quite nice actually. So then, on that off year, my husband and we, what we decided to do was, I didn't like the idea of waking up in an empty house where my kids are away. So we go and stay, Christmas Eve, we go and stay in a fancy hotel and have maybe a meal out and sleep in and go for a swim and have have a breakfast out in the city, that kind of thing. Then I think we'll hook up with his family in the afternoon. And then in the on years, there's no hotel and we have Christmas on the 25th of December like everybody else. So we've made our own little tradition there, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think you can make your own traditions, because obviously all traditions are made up. And if you have something going on with the decorations, you know that you've inherited these daggy decorations. I'm not saying that you have, but if one happens to have inherited daggy decorations which have been in the family for a long, long time, they can become little treasures. Or if you've got funny routines or rituals around
1: Christmas, then we don't have to do things the way that they look like on the TV ads, do we? We wrap presents and pop them under the tree and then there are other people who don't do that presents only appear on Christmas morning. So they have to hide them until up until that point. So there's all different ways of, we do always get the turducken. That's the, the three bird roast or the f- four bird roast. Yeah, you might need and, to unwrap that. Well, to unwrap the turducken first, you take off bacon because that's what's been put on it. So it's uh, turkey, duck and chicken. So one year we had a whole stuffed theme where all the food was stuffed. So we also had pie cake and, <laughs> which is which is a, a pie in layers of cake <laughs> and stuffed mushrooms and peppers and fruit salad inside a watermelon and and so on. I suppose one of
0: the things that goes wrong with Christmas is the expectation, the burden of expectation that's laid on it. I remember growing up as part of a Catholic family, five kids, and I remember it as being a tense time, particularly for my mom, who was trying so hard for it to be a great Christmas that without meaning to, she put too much pressure on the event and on herself. I should say, by the way, that at this time, when we grew up and were old enough, the boys would go off to the pub with dad. I mean, it's awful now. It's toe curling now. I Think about it. And the girls would stay home and cook. You know, that was just the way that things seemed to to be done then as i say i remember that often the christmas dinner itself was could be kind of quite a tense occasion we didn't even have uh, in-laws to
1: cope with i think a lot of people do get very i mean christmas there's so much it's not just the actual cooking but the presents and the trying to find the right present for the people and the planning and everybody it, ma- it makes everybody stressed or makes makes a lot of people very stressed giving the presents who you're going to go and see yeah the whole bit
0: Are you scarred with memories from Christmas (laughs) gone
1: by? I was just thinking that Americans have the benefit. They have Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I wonder if they get to split them between, if there's two sets of grandparents, you go to one set for Christmas and one for Thanksgiving. I just kind of made that up. I imagine that's how it works. (laughs) Whereas we have to, if you've got um, two sets of family locally, you have to to try and navigate that. Years ago, I had a, a partner And we were living. We'd been living together for a few years, and we spent Christmas with his family. And he was one from a a big country family. I think there were there were six or seven of them, and everybody else was married. And they were quite horrified that we were living together and not married. One of the sisters said to me, "Oh, well, now this Christmas, what I'd really like is a photo of the whole family, everybody in it, and I'd like you to take the photo." Oh. Oh, my God. And I said, okay, then, and obediently took the photo, and maybe it's hanging on a wall somewhere with me not in it, which, I mean, and she wasn't wrong because the relationship didn't work out, actually, and (laughs) I wonder if I was wearing the T-shirt that day that said, not here to stay.
0: (laughs) Oh, my word. It's hard to know what to make of that. It was either a calculated spiteful remark, of which there can be quite a few at Christmas, or it was such a blindly ignorant
1: remark, then I'm not sure that that's that much better. You could go mad trying to understand other people's intentions, couldn't you? I mean, these things can be self-fulfilling as well. There's probably a reason why why I never did marry into that family. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Isn't that giving too much agency to the in-laws and the outlaws, though? I mean, the person that you're choosing to spend the rest of your life with, they don't come attached. Well, maybe they do in some families. They come attached with a whole lot of strings and conditions as to how the mother-in-law or the father-in-law or the relatives feel that they can march in and just sit around and criticise.
1: I think partners do come attached, yeah, and how they manage their family is a big part of getting to know someone.
0: Obviously, one of the difficulties can be cultural. You know, if there are different cultural expectations around families. For example, if it is expected that the wife of the golden son is there to serve and wait on everybody, she might <laughs> rightly balk at that and resent it
1: greatly and this is what happens all through the year right but it comes to a point at christmas because you've got everybody is it, it is it's overloaded with meaning you've got the more extended family in you might be staying i think staying in people's houses can be very hard and you might be staying in their house if you're traveling everything is dialed up to 11.
0: So who's our expert? I wonder who we can actually engage to help us with some advice for this time of year.
1: Well, there's there's only one expert on Christmas, surely.
0: There is. <laughs> one expert on Christmas. Sadly, the baby Jesus is not with us anymore. <laughs> so there is another expert. Probably more articulate.
2: <laughs>
0: and we managed to get him. I don't know how we did it. I mean, this is... I don't know about the most wonderful time of the year, but it's got to be the busiest time of the year for this bloke. We've
1: actually managed to bag a little bit of time with Santa Claus himself. not amazing? I think he's got the elves doing most of the work and uh, leaving him free up for, you know, podcasts and, and shopping. <laughs> he's outsourcing. <laughs>
0: Are we allowed to call him Father Christmas these days or is that, um, is that oppressing people who...
1: I thought I thought it was Father Christmas... If you were British and Santa, if you're American. And what if you're Australian? Dono. Okay, well let's welcome Dono then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's let's get in. Santa Father Christmas Clause.
1: <laughs> let's ask him um, what he what he prefers to be known as. We
0: are unbelievably honored. I don't know how quite how we've managed to do it, but we have managed to get as our special guest for this episode of the Bloom Podcast. Santa Claus himself. Santa had...
2: (laughs) It's very good to be here.
0: (laughs) So, Santa, how's it going?
2: Oh, well, as you'd expect at this time of the year, um, I am flat out. I'm not so sure about the most wonderful time of the year. It's certainly the busiest, uh, Mrs Claus and me and all the elves. (laughs) We've been putting in monster hours. It's, uh, It's always like we're going to run out of time but um yes i don't know how we do it but somehow we always seem to make it in the end
1: <laughs> so santa it's a it's a stressful time of year for your family as well as for everybody else's
2: oh yes yes too right too right here yeah. we have to make sure that we uh, always take a little time just to ourselves and try to enjoy the experience But uh, of course when you're as busy as i am at this time of the year that's easier said than done <laughs> but uh, santa
0: what is it about Christmas that's so very difficult? I mean, for families, it always seems to be rows and falling out. And for people who don't have people to be with, it's the loneliest time of the year. So do we have you to blame for all this?
2: Oh, oh me? Oh, well, a bit less of the finger pointing, thank you very much. I think it's a bit harsh, to be honest. No, don't blame the messenger, after all. But, um, no, you're right. It is It is stressful. Um, and for two supposedly intelligent people such as yourselves <laughs> i'm surprised you can't see why i mean well it's um well it's like a recipe isn't it you take 10 people at the busiest time of the year who otherwise might not see each other or certainly not all in in one go and pack them tightly together douse liberally with um, alcohol and turn up the temperature to maximum and leave to cook for 10 hours or 10 days depending on how well done you like your stress well then simply add a dollop of religion politics and poof, up it goes works every time can't fail yeah <laughs> I, I mean seriously when you think about it I mean what, what did you think would happen I know um, of course it's um it is extra tough for everyone who doesn't have people to be with or can't be with the people they, they want to be with. It can feel like everything on the TV and the radio and in the shops is just designed to rub your nose in it right through from, well, just after Easter, I think it all starts in the supermarkets with those carols. <laughs> Not that I have anything against carols, mind you, of course.
1: <laughs> so what can we do? Um, why don't we, I mean, you mentioned people who don't have people to be with, people who are on their own at this time of year. Uh, what, what thoughts do you have for them, Santa?
2: Well, if it was easy, of course, well, you wouldn't have to ask a question for a start, but, well, okay, here's, a couple of thoughts, and it sounds trite, maybe it is, but if you're able to move around, do so. I mean, don't be deceived. I, I, <laughs> I know I could lose a little weight. <laughs> and Mrs Claus makes a point of letting me know from time to time, of course, she does have a point, but I'm still pretty fit and active, as I need to be, and I, I make sure I do get my exercise all year round. I mean, that's one thing. Exercise, very important. And related to that is to have your hobbies. No, It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's crosswords or, or knitting or gardening or painting or playing a musical instrument. I mean, if, well, personally, I can get lost for hours when I'm playing my ukulele. <laughs> now, there's an exclusive for your cast pod or, or, or whatever you call it. Look, I bet you didn't know that old Santa was a demon on the ukulele eh <laughs> well now now back to my point secondly uh, get to know your neighbors now I dare say you're not the only person on your own at Christmas and your neighbors might be glad of a little company now, don't wait to be invited be the one who does the inviting now I know it can be uncomfortable but it's um, well after all not all about you you know
0: Wise words indeed, Santa. Mm. And for families, for the bunches of people who get thrown together, particularly these days when there are complicated and blended families and a lot more to take into consideration, what's your advice there?
2: It is a tough one, as I always say to Mrs Claus when I'm carving the turkey. <laughs> oh, never fails to get a laugh, <laughs> you know, from me anyway. <laughs> uh, but where was I? Oh, yes, well, there, look, there's a lot to cover there. Um, First up, let's think about the expectations being set up for Christmas, shall we? Who gets to decide those? If you're hosting, and particularly if you're the one in charge of food, I'd start by making a list, checking it twice, and then striking off the list all the stuff you don't have to do. No one not even old Santa himself really needs a starter and a big main course and mince pies and Christmas cake and, 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 and so on. So how about cutting it back a bit? You know, and while you're at it, if you have people joining you, give them a job. How about bringing the mince pies? And they don't have to bake them themselves. They can buy some from the shops. So, hmm. Now, my second bit of advice on this is, is to make a rule in advance. No politics, religion, vaccine talk, or arguments over vegetarianism under your roof. Seriously. And have some kind of good-natured forfeit, you know, to turn it into a kind of a game. Um, I personally call it who's been naughty or nice. (laughs) If someone breaks a rule, they've been naughty. Uh, I don't know, perhaps it's um, uh, a $5 fine that goes to a good cause or someone has to wear a, a silly hat for an hour, something along those lines. And and you need to find a way to reward someone who's been nice. If Uncle Bert doesn't grab your ass under the mistletoe this year, we'll give him a little prize of a box of chocolates or a cigar or something as long as he knows not to misuse the cigar, of course. Now, seriously, I've, I've, I've seen more Christmases spoiled because of arguments over politics or religion than, well, anything else. And, well, come on, let's face it, no one ever changed anyone's mind with an argument. Hmm. Don't argue with that for a start. Now, do you really think you're going to convince someone to switch their stance over vaccinations over the turkey? Well, that's like imagining that she's going to convince you to change your mind. It just ain't going to happen. And instead all that will happen is a row and sulking and, well, recrimination. And um, my third bit of advice along this topic is, as my friends in China like to say, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago.
1: The best Sorry, Santa? Just not getting it. <laughs>
2: oh, really? Oh, oh, come on! It's obvious, isn't it? The best time to plan your Christmas isn't Christmas. It's way, way ahead, you know, before we get caught up in all the pressures and the nonsense that goes with it. So, a few weeks after you've packed away the decorations, have a bit of a chat about next year and work out how you can make things better. And don't don't try to fix Christmas on the run while it's happening it's too late by then oh um and if i may say one more thing uh, before yes i have to get back to it those uh, rascally little elves uh, slacking off in my absence no doubt anyway it's 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 this that i want to say if if you don't get on with them for the rest of the year don't expect that you'll be getting on with them at christmas while you can make a special effort to be on your best behaviour, you're letting yourself in for disappointment if you expect others to do so too. You know, expect people to behave as they usually do. And if they surprise you, well, oh, well and good. You, they can only spoil your Christmas if you give them the power to do so. If you get my meaning.
0: I do indeed, Santa. Thank you so much. I realise what a very busy
2: time of the year it is for you. Oh, yes. It's a very tiring time of the year. I end up stuffed like the proverbial Christmas turkey.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much, Santa. And if I can put in a special request, I am hoping for a pony.
2: A pony? (laughs) I will um, mark and note that. I'll pass it on to the elves and... uh, Let's see what happens. (laughs) Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.